T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's a lefty-on-lefty matchup here. Seager flying out to deep left center his first time, and he drives this one deep out into right center field, sailing out of here. Corey Seager with yet another home run. His third here in the World Series, his sixth this postseason, Texas five, Arizona nothing. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. The Texas Rangers lead the World Series 3-1. to one. It is, there's still a long way to go, but from the 8 0 Are you saying there's three more games? Is that uh, what you're saying? I just, hey, 27 outs is a lot of damn outs. And... Do the eye again. Ah! The Texas Rangers could be world champions in approximately 12 hours. But we know that the cruel and fickle nature of sports, but I just want to put that out into the world. Don't bring that negativity. In 12 hours, the Texas Rangers could be the champions of the world at baseball. <laughs> Maybe other things. I don't know. This is... um. I'm I'm back to it again. This is the calmest I've been the entire the last month. And I don't know why. I feel like this team has control. Maybe that's because they're up 3-1 right now. They that feels like they have control of this. I don't want to get too far ahead of it though. And like that's how, Mike, that's what I've been saying like each day it's been okay and this team does it. They do a very good job of going, "Hey, whatever last thing was that happened, it doesn't matter anymore. We're moving on to the next thing." And that's where their mindset is. And I don't know how Bochi organizes it and says this. Like, this was what I was telling you yesterday. What's important today? Oh, hey, by the way, you might be missing your best hitter. You might be miss losing one of your pitchers. Oh, by the way, they're all gone forever now or for the rest of the yeah. playoffs now. Good luck. And he's able to just stack it all up. And these guys just show up and do their thing. And listening to, I, I don't know if you saw the, the package that Mookie Betts did. Uh, and when he was talking about Corey Seager last night, this is an amazing moment in the pregame show last night. He's standing there, or Mookie Betts is up there with Ortiz, Jeter, A-Rod, and Kevin Burkhart, and they're talking about Corey Seager. And he's just talking about how you can feel a fire off this guy when he walks past you in the clubhouse, but you don't see it. You just feel something about this dude. And, they, and he goes... It kind of feels like, and he turns around, and Corey Seager's standing over his shoulder, stretching. And he goes, I knew, I could feel him standing there. He's like, he, there he is. And they all go, hey, Corey, Corey, come over here. And Corey turns around and smiles and waves him off and is like, no, I got something else to do. And he's like, that's the locked-in dude I know. And that's what this team is. They've taken on that person. It's so great. I love what it's you're so saying cool. because I feel like David Ortiz asks a lot of players, how do you feel hitting a baseball? How do you <laughs> feel playing baseball? Uh, so, yeah, how do you feel? I feel right now so awesome, but also know there are 27 more outs to get. Yep. There are balls to hit. There are balls to defend. This is not over. 
I'm so excited they're up three to one. But us as Ranger fans, we know getting 27 outs and four wins is not the easiest thing to do, especially in the World Series. So I'm so excited to watch tonight. I'm not working Bally's. Uh, you know, I'll be at home with uh, my sons, Jake and Cal, and my wife, and we'll be locked in. And I hope I, I will, if it happens. I mean, I really think I will break down and just ball. Me too. Um, but it it isn't there yet, and and we've seen it in other situations. Bochi has seen it in the NLCS. He was down three one to St. Louis in in 2012, and they won three in a row to get to the World Series. And I'm not trying to be you know negative Nancy here, like you know Bochi was saying that day. But you have to play good baseball today. Or tonight. And the other thing, too, real quick is I felt like this. In basketball, how many times does a good player go down and the other team go, oh, good, he's not in the game. We got this. And then the other team looks at it and says, we have to rally around ourselves. We have to focus and concentrate every at-bat because, yes, we are missing that person on our basketball team, baseball team. And I thought the Rangers did a tremendous job of putting together great at-bats. Spot on, spot on. And Corey... You brought up something like that in the pre-show that I think was a great point. And if I can, you know, paraphrase, it was, well, the Rangers stepped up when Adolis got hurt because, of course, they did. Yes. And if you think about it, this is one of the more resilient teams I ever remember. And I know people are probably going to swoop in and say, oh, what about this team and that team? I'm, I'm not discounting anybody else. I'm saying you spent all of the money on Jacob deGrom. He was here for five seconds, and he got hurt. In his absence, up rose Nathan Evaldi, and he was the dude, and he was pitching amazing, and then he got hurt. Corey Seager trying to make a run at MVP, even though Shohei's probably got it locked up. You're like, I don't know. Maybe he could do it, and then he got hurt, and then Adolis Garcia, he got hurt, and what happens? Evan Carter shows up, and... It just, they seem to replace everybody. Nathan Evaldi has essentially replaced himself from earlier in the season, even though we had like a two-month lull. <laughs> Jordan Montgomery is like, don't forget about me. Marcus Simeon, at a time when we were all concerned and maybe have given up about huge postseason production, stands up and says, don't forget who the hell I am. This team comes back again and again and again, and that's, one of the things that I wish were talked about a little bit more, like I'm not going to turn this into a John Smoltz rant, but I do just want to say I wish there was more discussion of how the hell did this team score 10 runs in the first couple of innings, the first few innings, when they lost the guy who looked like the MVP of the playoffs. Uh, by the way, Josh Young did get hurt, and this team stunk for a while. Uh, so, like, that was the linchpin of the Look entire Look how many thing. hits he got last Josh night. Josh Young was the key Look to how the many thing. hits he got last night. Uh, and, and, Mike, uh, Josh Young started everything last night. Like, both, both of those innings, he was the guy that got on base, and then uh, it led to things happening. That's where you credit Jankowski for their at bats. You know the the uh, the guys at the bottom of the order yeah. that were that were doing those things to get on base and keep that going and get it back to the yep. Marcus Simeons, back to the Corey Seegers, so that they could uh, put those exclamation points on what they'd done to build up to it. It felt like small ball uh, in a way that also led to big ball. You know, it, it was it was pressure. It was a lot of pressure last night. Yeah, to score with two outs in both of those innings, it was. No runs in the second with two outs. Now, 
I will say this till the day I die. I will accept a catcher catching on his knee. I, I understand. Why do teams do it with a runner on third base? I, okay, you're st- what pitch did he steal? You tell me, watching that game, like, I'm glad it happened. It was pro-Rangers. Oh, yeah. But the Rangers have screwed over themselves doing this, too, catching on one knee with a runner on third. And to get on the board first, because, and this is the only reason that you got on the board first, is because catching on one knee is the greatest thing to ever happen in the history of baseball. And even with a runner on third, you want your catcher not being able to move back there. And so when Castro, uh, I believe, pulled a changeup and um, Moreno could not scoot over to block it, he's he's kind of stuck because a knee on the ground. Josh Young gets a, a good read. I don't want to say a great read, but he gets a good read and is able to, to score on that. I just thought that was huge, and I just – I don't know when the world of baseball is going to wake up on this one and go catch on one knee all you want. But when there's a runner on third base, blocking the ball is more important than maybe we steal a strike that was a ball in that situation. But to your point uh, there, Corey, Jankowski, obviously Leody drawing the walk. Yes, that was Jankowski getting the hit. And I was talking to Mark McLemore yesterday before the game, and he was saying – Simeon has to step up here. Like, I mean, you know, it's like we've been saying it, but coming from a guy who played 20 years in the major leagues, he's also like, look, now with Adolis out, when Simeon gets these opportunities, he has to come through because now you kind of don't have Adolis in your cleanup spot or batting third to help you out if Simeon isn't able to come through with a big hit, and he came through with two huge hits. I, I can't imagine him having much more of an offensive impact Tied for the most RBIs by a leadoff hitter in the World Series ever. So, yeah, that's nice. And and Kevin, the, one of the things that we discussed the other day on the show was you were like, "Are you mad at him?" And I was like, "No, I'm frustrated with him." That was the feeling that I was having the whole time. Was I? He knows he's a better hitter than that. He knows what that maybe he's putting too much pressure on himself. He knows what he's trying to accomplish. He knows what he's done all season, and it's not happening right now. And why? And he probably went through all those wild emotions that we all go yeah. through to get to that place. But last night, he was like, look, it's on the line. We need. I need to be here for my guys. And he found that place. He found the groove. He found the swing. And he did the same thing, Mike, that he's been doing all year, which was he didn't try to drive any of those oppo. You know, he was just like, I'm still yeah. trying to pull this sucker down the line. Yeah. And it just worked out the best way it could for us. And he was getting good pitches to hit throughout the playoffs. I think was a, sometimes you can look at it and just go, gosh, I mean, they are just pitching him unbelievably well. But he was getting pitches to hit, and he just wasn't taking advantage of it too much. Now, obviously, he had the huge hit two nights ago yeah. to get the first RBI in, and then he's on base for the Seager home run to make it 3-0 uh, to zero at that point. But I want to go to, real quick, John Smoltz. I'm trying not to trash on him. I do love him. I think he's a great person. I, you know, I mean, I remember – being a young Christian and him being there as an all-star player at an event and, you know, like, wow, John Smoltz is here too. And it was just a, a great cordial guy. And then I do think he's a genius when it comes to talking about the game on the air. He just has taken a perspective of anti-Ranger perspective throughout this. But the Rangers in the World Series, the first game they won, comeback win. Yep. And uh, we had a caller last night that kind of said, oh, man, I love that you stole game one because – and I get it. 
But at the same time, you have to get 27 outs. We know as Ranger fans, you didn't steal anything. They have to get 27 yeah. outs. And they pitched to Corey Seager in a huge situation and didn't get it done. So you win a comeback win in game one. In game three, three to one, you win a low-scoring, tight game where it's kind of our our staff versus your staff. And pitching you controlled staff. it the whole and way. And you won. Yeah. yeah. You did it. Now, yes, were there threats from the Diamondbacks? Sure. Yeah. What game is there not threats when yeah. it's two to one or three to one? The other team probably had a few threats. And then last night, you just crushed the ball all over the park in the first three innings, and you t- and you kind of blow them out. So you've won a comeback win, you've won a tight pitching game, and then you blew them out offensively. I feel like the Rangers have more than one way to win. Yeah. They've yeah. proven it in this World Series, so I just John Smoltz might want to take back. They only have one way to win. Oh, I might, I might almost be positive now we're going to win because I think Chris Russo has a Diamondbacks jersey on. And so Are he's serious. Lord knows he never <laughs> follows through on his word or gets anything right. So that's positive. Is I wanted to fire off a couple of these because I actually didn't hear these two cuts. I'm willing to wager, especially Bochi is like, eh, either way. If we can go to cut number six, how does it feel to be one win away from a World Series title? The only thing I'm thinking tomorrow, we get to come out and play our best game. I don't mean to cliche that, but it's, it is. That's how you look at it. You don't look where you're at. And your focus has to be on tomorrow's game, going out there and, and, and doing all you can to win a ball game. And that's where we have to be uh, thinking. That's where our minds have to be. That's pretty much what I thought he said. It really would have thrown me back if he was like, I know it's crazy, right? Can you believe it? Yeah, like, okay, but let's see if the company line goes across the board. This is Jonah Heim in the locker room. Same thing. How does it feel being one win away from the World Series? I mean, if you would have asked me when I was a kid if I'd be playing in the World Series at all, I'd laugh at your face. But um, being one away is, is super special, and um, we can't let our guard down. We know what they're capable of, and uh, we got to take it one inning, one pitch at a time tomorrow, and um, hopefully we can finish this off tomorrow. All right, so he's feeling he's feeling a little bit more, which I totally understand. But I also think that's a very human answer to give. But I understand why you would be like, "Hey, we need to win tomorrow," because obviously, if you don't, th- that's the nature of a series. Yeah. It can change on you in a hurry. So I think all of the right things about, "Hey, we need to win tomorrow today." Yeah, and they're not going to do anything different today. They're yeah. get, the bus is getting to the park at the same time. They're taking the same batting practice that they always have. They're taking the same fielding practice. The pitchers are going through, uh, you know, their throwing program the same way. Now, the one thing is tonight, and we'll get more into it, the Diamondbacks will be playing this as a Game 7. Sure. So they have to play three games as a Game 7 now. But the Rangers... So this is going to be one of those real long games because 18 p- pitching well, changes. Well, you know that Seawald's pitching the ninth inning. It doesn't even matter what the score is. I guess unless they were to be winning by a lot. But also, I always forget his name. Their bastard righty with the breaking ball that's Ginkle. Is Ginkle. That? Yeah, he, he's pitching the eighth inning. Ginkle so you already know those are the last six outs of the game. Those two guys are, are getting your last six outs of the game for the Diamondbacks. So if you feel threatened by those guys, you have seven innings not to hit off of those guys. 
And if this is the level of fan text we're bringing today, I'm very optimistic about this show from the 512. Should Jankowski be called El Blondie? Absolutely, he should. El Blondie. El Blondie. That should be the chant. There's like with an El Bombies at plate. Yes, absolutely. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.